truly how many billions have moved around here because just in the just in the month of January alone these hedge funds have lost over 90 billion yeah which is which is insane 90 billion yeah that's that's a hard number to comprehend and so we're we're seeing this massive volatility because it's basically a tug of war versus I just I'm going to say the haves and the have nots the people that control un unbelievable amounts of money and people who are basically taking their stimulus check or their life savings or their life savings or their rent check this is this is the whole thing is absurd this is better wealth with Caleb Williams all right, everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Better Wealth Live. I'm here with Right Hand Dan. And I, I first of all have to say this. Pretty much don't don't take none of this is advice. Don't sue us. I'm, I'm making a very blanket disclosure to we're going to be talking about some very interesting, fun things. A lot of a lot of you guys have been reaching out and saying, GameStop, what are you guys doing with GameStop? What are you guys doing with other things? We have break, broke the whole thing down give props to this guy. Um, he's been following it a lot longer than most of you guys. And so we're going to give you the breakdown. We're going to share what we're doing. Um, but please, please, please don't take this as investment advice. Don't take this as trading advice. And you probably, uh, if you're at all tempted about trading, you should probably just turn this off because you'll probably uh, will do something dumb if you keep listening to us. So how's that for a disclaimer? Uh, great. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, right hand Dan here. I just, I want to say again, I am not a financial advisor. Uh, Nothing I say should be construed as financial advice. So I'm very clear. I'm saying that he's myself. he's lost a whole lot more money in the market than he'll ever gain. So with that, let's let's uh let's go. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Jennifer Miller. Thank you so much for commenting and watching. So happy Friday. Talk to us about talk to us about what is going on. Well, so right now you almost have to be living under a rock not to know that something is happening with GameStop and. There's, you know, talking about short selling, there's Robin Hood, there's, there's a witch hunt for, for Robin Hood right now. Uh, there's talk about all these big hedge funds. There's talk about retail investors, talk about um, Wall Street bets, which is a Reddit subreddit. Uh, there's talk about a, a gentleman in the East Coast. Um, I'll just say his username is DFV. He's a, he's a real winner in, in this whole scenario right now. But really what what has happened and, and this is historic by the way you know we're, we're seeing um bipartisan support yeah. <laughs> ted cruz and aoc agree on something like that that right there when when donald trump jr and aoc agree on something that's like we need to take a step back and go say like wow like that is impressive well and, and i actually do want to take a step back and say everything about right now is unprecedented yes you know the the market was down today but it's still at an all-time high unemployment's at an all-time high the uh, these short stocks are at an all-time high. Gold's at an all-time high. Like the the national debt is at an all-time high. Everything yep. everything is unprecedented right now. Yep. And what's most unprecedented about this situation with GameStop is that the these hedge funds were actually able to short, and we'll talk about what that means. We were able to short more stocks than are available. Okay, so let's let's take a step back. What we're talking about it's it's we're in unprecedented times. The nothing makes sense right now. And and so let's first of all talk about GameStop because we're I mean we can go right into shorting if you want yeah so so basically what happens like last last uh, last year last summer I would say GameStop was just steadily working its way down to basically nothing yeah you know and and there were a lot of hedge funds that were really public saying that they basically wanted to destroy GameStop because they're going to nothing and they didn't believe that it was a good brand especially during COVID with you know all the physical stores being closed. 
And so from, you know, trading in the 20s to, to 30s, it was all the way down to about $4 a share last summer. Um, and even prior to that, this this gentleman, DFV, he actually bought $50,000 worth of GameStop back in 2019. Wow. And he was predicting this this event a long time ago. And everybody was thought he was crazy. If you go back to the Wall Street Bets subreddits, uh, everybody was was saying that this was a terrible position. You're going to lose all of your money. And he actually went down to about 25,000, he lost about half. And now, um, well, as of two days ago, he was up to 50 million off a of $50,000 investment. Uh, he actually yesterday, because of the massive volatility, and we'll talk about that too, he, he was down 15 million you know, in, from 50. So he's still doing okay. He still you know, has about 35 million and we'll, be, we'll see. He, he actually probably posted at the end of uh, market close today. Uh, but basically what he was seeing is that these, these hedge funds are being pretty blatant about the fact that they want to crush GameStop. Right. And Which, by the way, GameStop is a garbage company. If you actually look at what they do, if you look at the Amazons of the world, if you look at trends, like you could you could see where these people are like, oh, like the underlying asset as a business, like I don't see this thing going long term. But I think what happened was there people are looking at the financials and they're saying, okay, we're gonna short this com this and which you you can explain in a second, but they were very public about it. Right. And they poked the bear. That's right. And and one of the worst things and now the, the world is seeing. The, the internet is here, by the way. Uh, and when when you poke the bear, meaning the, the Reddit hive mind, uh, good things can happen, bad things can happen. Uh, a lot of, let's just say there's there's a lot of attention that that comes from that. And these are very sophisticated, sophisticated individuals. And what we're seeing is retail investors are basically clashing with hedge funds. Mm -hmm. And what, what happened uh, last year was there were a couple notable people like the founder of Chewy.com, which is um, like... Uh, dog treats and things like that, uh, took like a 13% ownership stake in GameStop. And so this kind of started, sparked the idea that, you know, they're going to try and innovate this. And so what happened was st this, this buzz started coming up in Wall Street bets of, well, you know, groups like Citron Group, Melvin Capital, a lot of these big hedge funds were basically saying, you know, GameStop is trading at about $10 right now. And it's worth pretty much nothing. So we're going to, we're going to short it, meaning that we're expecting GameStop to, to reduce, you know, it's going to fall in value. And at that point it was under the market cap was under a billion dollars. And what's interesting is these hedge funds um, to, to explain that is it's basically a conglomerate of money and they get, they play by different rules than yeah. you and I in, in playing in the stock market. And they're playing with billions, billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars, um, certain big funds like uh, BlackRock, they control mm. like 8.7 trillion with a T, uh, which is a sizable part of the S&P 500. But they have massive influence and can make trades in microseconds. They can influence markets. They go as far as to buy real estate that is feet closer to the stock exchange because their trades will get in microseconds faster than others. And it's just, it's really unbelievable when you start looking at this and when you start unpacking of like, how does this even work? What is even going on right now? Right. And so last year alone, short sellers lost about a trillion dollars. Right. And we've talked a lot about, you know, what should you have done with your money last year, especially if you're aging in, into retirement. And a lot of the recommendations were to be in cash because of the uncertainty of 2020 with COVID, with the election, with all these things going on. And so short sellers were, in my opinion, they were in their right to say, hey, you know, stocks are probably going to not perform right. very well. So overall, you see that we saw this with Tesla, 
yeah. right? They were people very public that uh, Tesla was going to go down to nothing. And we, I think most people know what happened there. Tesla is, uh, I don't know where they sit today, but they are probably one of the most valuable companies on paper um, in the world. And that was a small example of what happened with GameStop. When I say small, um, from from a number of people perspective, just because of how expensive Tesla is and where they're headed, is a lot of hedge funds republic that, hey, we're shorting Tesla because they're not worth anything because they're not hitting their quotas. And you know, I would say that they were they were probably in the right, right? You know, Elon is very good at drumming up business and saying, you know, we didn't hit our target, but we're going to next time mm -hmm. and really painting that picture. And what makes GameStop different is there's a lot of gamers. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people that really care about gamer culture, that really care about um, you know, sticking it to the man per se. And what we're what we're seeing here is there were a lot of people on the internet, we'll just say. Uh, mainly in Reddit, this is where it all started. And what is Reddit, by the way? Reddit is, as they self-proclaimed, front page of the internet. Yeah. So a lot of stuff that you see on other social media channels actually tends to start in Reddit. It's getting pretty uh, diluted at this point where you're seeing like TikTok videos and and other things. But Reddit, um, even a lot of people on our team have, have been on Reddit for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I think my account is over six years old. And it's something that is... You know, the, it's it's a amalgamation of news all over the world, mm -hmm. um, and it's a very much a voting system. So when something's posted, uh, you can either upvote it or downvote it. Yep. And Wall Street Bets was just a place where people would basically say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." A lot of it was option trading, right? Um, and it, most of the time, people are doing really dumb things. Like absolutely. Wall Street Bets is this concept of just do dumb things and have people rag on you, and sometimes people get lucky. What you're saying, this guy, which will DFV. Um, that's all we can say on this channel at this point. Um, he did this very speculative. I'm sure I think he did option trades, yeah. right? Call options for a company that was supposed to be garbage that a lot of people were betting against. He put all of his money, all 50K yep. on a call options that that this uh that GameStop would go up, which is was incredibly dumb yeah and he got he just got hated on he got hated on he got hated on and then what ha ended up like did people just like say hey we're actually we want to help you get to this goal and started buying the stock or what 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 it, how did he make his first amount of money yeah so so what ended up happening was again that the the thing we have to keep in mind here is because it's 2020 because it's 2021 there's a lot of people sitting at home yeah. there's a lot of people with time on their hands and there's yeah. a lot of really smart people that are are showing us that the gap between these hedge funds and what they can do and what the individual investor can do or as the as you can create a hive mind can do is yeah. getting smaller and smaller and smaller the market as it used to be done over the last 20 years is completely different than where it's headed here yep. in the future and so what what we saw was this uh i forget his name uh, but he the chewy founder invested a sizable amount of money uh, got himself on the board. And so that was kind of like a the first, hey, th there's potential that this thing yep. could go up because why would somebody of that stature invest that kind of money into the company? Uh, and then later uh, in the fall of last year, there was a the gentleman who's portrayed in the big short, actually, of all things. Uh, he put a sizable investment into GameStop. And so those, those couple things started this, uh, I would say, lurking um, murmur, I guess I could I would say, is like, there's something going on here. And really what triggered it and, and where we started with this is these hedge funds shorted more stock right. than is available. Do you want to do you want to explain what a short is? Sure. So essentially if we if we go back to GameStop being worth $10, basically they they're they're ordering a short saying that 
GameStop is going to perform worse than that. Mm -hmm. And if it does, they're basically borrowing a stock from yep. a current holder. And if it performs, uh, if it performs poorly, they will sell it back and profit the difference. That's right. The problem with shorts is if the stock does well. And so, yep. if if GameStop went to a hundred and they were shorted at ten, they lost ninety dollars per stock. Per stock. So, what I what I just saw up on the banner is what what is occurring right now is a short squeeze. And what that basically means is, as this started ramping up, the the price skyrocketed past ten dollars. When I first was really in tune with what was going on here, it was about seventeen dollars. So, for for every share, and they owned millions of shares, they were losing seven. They, they were out seven dollars, and they have to pay interest on these. Yeah. And so, as long as the price is above that ten dollar mark, they are bleeding cash. And What's interesting is in order to get out from under that, you basically have to buy back or cover your position. Oh, uh, yeah. And in turn, by doing that, you're increasing the price. And so it's it's almost like a, a never-ending cycle. And so what has happened and or what has occurred over the last really two weeks and, and mostly in the last week or this week is it's getting out that GameStop was shorted 140%. So they, let's say there was only 100 shares of GameStop. They shorted 140, which in my opinion, should never be allowed to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how that matters. And this works. is this is why we're suddenly seeing the uh, all the, the news and the government basically saying, "Wait a minute!" You know, the SEC is coming in right. into play. They're saying, "What's going on here?" Um, and I, I, so I think what we're seeing right now is historic. We'll never see it again. Um, it'll it'll be prevented because this this has turned into quite a mess. And as long at at this point, as long as GameStop stays high. Well, so what happened was these these investors ticked off, I'll use that word, ticked off the Reddit Reddit users. And the Reddit users and and Alex Landsberg <laughs> says uh, picking a fight with Reddit is like picking a fight with the world's largest hornet nest. That's right. People came came on and they're like, "You know what? If you want to mess with us, we're going to make you pay." And so for the very first time, I believe, I'm not I'm I don't understand Reddit. But for the very first time, I think everyone got on the same page and everyone was like, okay, if a bunch of people are shorting this, whether they knew it was 140% shorted or not, they knew that these people needed to pay that buy the stock. And so if they drove up the price and someone's in, and, and some people call it like a naked put or whatever, it's like, they were like, they didn't have this secured. You could literally lose a ton of money because leverage can be amazing. But if, if it's not, if it's not harnessed, it could be awful. And so what happened was that thing happened. And then what you're saying with the short squeeze is by the fact of someone having to go buy the stock eventually, which may be today, which might get pushed out another week or whatever, it's going to drive the price even more. The fundamental deal here is, and I probably should have started this whole episode with saying the the stock market, this is a perfect example of like, do you think people right now are investing in uh, GameStop? You think GameStop is worth what is it, three hundred and some dollars a share right now? Yeah, like, the, the market cap has swung so widely from literally nothing to twenty-five billion in a matter of days. I mean, today it, it ended at what, twenty-two, twenty-two point six, and you know, and, and it's moving around. But the the thing that's fascinating about all this is the sheer amount of money that is being thrown around. It, it's 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 literally the casino. And really the best way I can describe this is if you think of if the stock market as a casino, and again, these are my own opinions, uh, the house never loses, right? And 
what what is happening in this scenario is the house is losing and suddenly the house is losing its right. mind saying wait a minute you know we, we we always tell people invest in the stock market it's great for you but now that the people are making money off of this suddenly it's a bad deal and that's that to me is has become where this truly is when i say retail investor this is like the common person the single investor versus these massive groups of like hedge funds which basically all intertrade right and there, it's literally like I, I, the thing that I would love to know is truly how many billions have moved around here because just in the just in the month of January alone, these hedge funds have lost over ninety billion. Yeah, which is which is insane. Ninety billion. Yeah, that's that's a hard number to comprehend. And so we're we're seeing this massive volatility because it's basically a tug of war versus. I just I'm going to say the haves and the have-nots, the people that control. Un- unbelievable amounts of money and people who are basically taking their stimulus check or their life savings or their life savings or their rent check. This is, this is the whole thing is absurd. Right. But, and they're pouring it into GameStop. And, and what happened, what happened yesterday was Robinhood, um, pretty much they, they didn't stop trading. They, they said, you can't, you, they went to GameStop and they said, you can't buy the stock, but you can sell it, which is, which is insane. Which is a which is a definitely a, a attack, I believe, on freedom of speech. And they got that's where I think the AOCs and the and Ted Cruz's of the world like both agree. They're like, wait, this this can't happen. But there's but what we find is Robinhood is owned by some people that are getting crushed right now. And so this what what's going to end up happening is a couple things. Number one, it's going to bring exposure to some of these these apps like Robinhood and 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 Trevor would make common. I thought Robin Hood was for the people. This is they, they like a month ago, they had an ad that they're like, hey, we're for the common person. Uh, let the trades begin and all this stuff. And and there's always two sides of the story. I'm, I'm not going to be um, a person that says I'm smart enough to totally understand this whole thing. But but the reality is um, they shut down trading and who knows why they they well, I'll tell you why Well, you, <laughs> you tell, tell me why. So so this is again, all of this is unprecedented. Uh, Robinhood, all the platforms, as far as I know, have never had this coordinated amount of uh, yeah. basically deep deplatforming. And and I've seen screenshots of people where Robinhood uh, effectively sold their positions without their permission. Uh, they've even today they limited the amount of shares that you could purchase. They they did reopen purchasing, but they limited the amount of shares that you could purchase. And the thing that's frustrating to me is the when this all started, even uh, Ameritrade they they had a banner that said we're doing this in your best interest essentially. And what they're saying is they're doing it in their best interest because what happened was almost immediately when trading was not halted from like the NASDAQ perspective, which has been happening multiple times a day, every day with, with GameStop because of the volatility, they prevented the common person from trading. And what you'll notice in those moments when, when that was restricted, there was basically a massive sell-off. And the thing that frustrates me is these hedge funds, these platforms are not playing by the rules, which shouldn't surprise anybody. But it's it's like, why, why is this allowed to happen? Basically, what they've done is systematically reduced their short positions when the common traders couldn't. And this, when I say it's this tug of war, at this point, as long as the people who own GameStop hold their positions, the short sellers will have to cover their their option or their their short sells because the price is way too high and they're just bleeding and they're, they're just at some point they're going to have to pull the plug. And what they're trying to do is trigger sell-offs yeah. by, you know, there's, there's things like, you know, people are talking about these um, short seller ladder attacks, which is basically 
artificially reducing the price dramatically so that people are hitting their limits. Yep. Um, people are scared that this is going to be the end and, and they're, they're trying to trigger people to sell so that they can buy back at a lower price. And so what happened was when they stopped, they were stopped the ability to trade. Suddenly, I, I'm willing to bet a company like BlackRock sold a bunch of their shares and then these other hedge funds bought back and they they basically swapped hands mm -hmm. because these short sellers were way underwater. And right. what you've seen over the last three three days is the short sell positions have decreased, decreased, decreased. And it's only happening when we're seeing these big volatile marks. Yesterday, there was a time where uh, it was trading, GameStop was trading at four over $400 per share. And then in a matter of two and a half minutes, it went down from 400 to 200 and then back up to 400. Yep, yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's exposing, it's exposing that the market in general is not necessarily the, it's a supply and demand. Yeah, and this uh, is a perfect example because I don't think anyone's saying, what does this put, what does this put GameStop at, at a market? Yeah. Right now they're at 22.6 billion. Yeah. They're not, they're not worth $22.6 billion, but, but the market, I mean, they're the supply and demand. Um, and so that's, that's, what's interesting about this whole thing. And I think that's, what's drawing attention now you're very passionate about this and and have have traded mm -hmm. and again let, i'll let you explain your position um and i think it's more about the principle absolutely and about being part of history because i will say that if you're watching this and you can't afford to lose money it probably would be extremely dumb for you to get in because nobody knows what's happening and i can tell you this for a fact gamestop is not worth 22.6 billion dollars so it's only a matter of time but it's you were a part of something that's really sticking it to the corrupt to to the people and it's super interesting and i think so many people have learned about um you know shorts and short squeezes yeah, and all I, that to me this is like last year regardless of what you believe from a pol political standpoint last year really woke up america to to take a ownership of like what's going on in politics to educate themselves, to take a stance. And what we're seeing right now is that it's like 2020 is like, Hey, well, I'm here or 2021 I'm saying uh, is here. And this is the new thing that everybody's rallying behind. And part of what, I, what we're seeing is the Citadel group, which is another hedge fund controlled about 40% of Robin Hood's trades. And so, you know, again, Robin Hood was supposed to be this platform that is for the people uh, yeah, Mr. Dickinson, diamond hands. That's right. Um, so it was supposed to be for, for the people and yet they basically sold out to some of these bigger hedge funds. And the thing that I'm most frustrated about, and this is, this is hearsay at this point, but through that partnership, it's probable and possible that these hedge funds knew the sell limits and the order limits that people had, you know, orders in Robinhood. And what that means is let's just say, uh, GameStop's trading at 300 and I put a, a limit sell at 350 so that if the stock price hits 350, I'm going to sell X amount of shares or the reverse that um, if the stock goes down to 250, I'm going to buy X amount of shares at 250. And they had transparency or they had the visibility to see where people's positions were so that they could basically manipulate however they saw into their to their benefit. And this is all just very fascinating. You know, the Robinhood just yesterday raised a billion dollars from their existing investors. I don't think they're going to IPO anymore. This has really yeah. basically tarnished their reputation. But I actually have a comment from Reddit, which which talks about what you're saying with this this $25 billion. And 
he, this comment says, you're fighting Goliath at a poker table and the pot is worth $25 billion. Ken Griffin has never lost, which is Melvin Capital's um, basically hedge fund manager. He's worth 20 billion, by the way, himself. Uh, Melvin's prime brokers, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, um, Deutsche Bank are not used to losing. They will do whatever it takes to take the pot from you and leave you holding the bag. They will not blink twice because there's a lot of money on the line. There's a lot of money on the line. Not even the, the 25 billion market cap. It's all these other interest payments, yep. the shorts. There's tens of billions of dollars on the table yep. here. And this, the reason I want to highlight that is because you're absolutely right. I, in full transparency, I have a position on, on GME and I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I just really don't. This yep. is this is unprecedented, and but I do to your point. I really believe this is like a people people versus the man. Uh, you as you can choose whoever the, that is, but it's like it's become personal now. Of like, hey, you know, we we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We we see. We basically caught you with your pants down, and now we're we're calling you on it. I think it was the movie Ocean's Thirteen, uh, where they basically start raining cash down in in the casino, and it's just like. You're, you're just taking all you're, you're so used to taking from people and now suddenly the people are fighting back and you don't like it. And so what we're potentially going to experience, go ahead. Yeah. So to keep, do we have, I want to read some of the comments. Um, there's a person named blah, 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 or something like that. Sorry if I butchered your name. He says, I'm going to be a crazy next week. You think it will be 200, $500 next week? <laughs> so to tell them what you really think. And again, this is not, this is don't, don't trade on this on Dan's personal opinion. So, so, uh, can you pull up the chart again so we can see where we're at right now? Yep. We're at, um, we're at 325. Yeah. And what's the after hours there? Yeah. So uh, we're, at, we're just at 320. So what's interesting is, you know, everybody, if, if you're looking, number one, I don't understand why, well, I do, I do know why the, the media has been all basically saying that, you know, the Reddit is, should be banned and all these things and whatever. And, and, all, all that aside, today was quote unquote supposed to be the day. Today was going to be the short squeeze day uh, and potentially the gamma squeeze, which is a whole other thing that I, be honest, I don't fully understand. Um, but, but the short squeeze was supposed to happen today because a lot of these uh, contracts were due to expire uh, at the end of day today. And, and the reason I don't think it was such a big deal today as it was painted to be was because uh, the, they were, have been systematically reducing their short coverage. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's two days to cover. And... Right now, I think S3 Partners, uh, they, they're estimating the short is about 113% now instead of 140, wow. which again, never should have happened. Yeah. Ne- never should have happened if they were following the rules. And I think, you know, today there was way less volatility than there was yeah. yesterday. Uh, the, the actually, the, the NASDAQ halted trading within two minutes of the market opening. Um, and I think that was the only halt for the day, actually. And, and what's interesting is I, I do believe that it was systematically kept um, non-volatile today mm-hmm. to kind of freak everybody out because that, that hasn't happened to right. date yet. It's been like, as, as Reddit likes to say, to the moon or, you know, buy the dips, hold, you know, there's all <sighs> these different things. And so we're going to, I do think we're going to see in the next few days, um, next week, there's, I, I do think there's a good possibility that this goes quote unquote to the moon what that looks like uh nobody knows uh you know there's on reddit they're saying a thousand is the minimum now they're saying you know five thousand is the minimum 
And if if you extrapolate what happened in 2008 with Volkswagen to what's happening with GameStop right now, the stock price would have to go to like 38,000 to match the, yeah. the the same amount. Um, you know, and and some there's jokes like, well, Berkshire Hathaway stock is like 300,000. Why can't we do that? You know, uh, so there's there's well, and I, it's only a matter of time people getting in. Like it's just it's just you now like we saw this yesterday. Everybody is covering this, and there's only a matter of time until someone writes a big check and and you know it puts it in does a call option and and at the end of the day I don't think I think if I think the hedge funds are definitely in for in for a treat I'll just put it that way and I think um I think there's going to be some a lot of exposure going forward can we can we pull up Jeremy Rudhouse's quote where he says it seems like this is a coordinated effort by the hive to explode to expose the control of the corporate oligarch and show the world um the flow of money um 100% agree I think it's I think it's one of those things that highlights it. If you follow what we do at Better Wealth, we're not like huge stock stock people um, because at the end of the day, I'm I'm very much big into value creation, and this is just a perfect example of like no one can explain other than it's it's a it's a market where supply and demand uh, happens, and it's it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And this is just a great example of like you're okay if you lose all the money that you put in. Yeah. You're part of history. Um, it's, it's been really fun to watch and it's, it's, I've learned a lot through this time, but again, a lot of people are asking us, should you buy, should you be a part of something as, as a financial guy? I can't, I can't look you in the eyes and say, this is a great investment. I, I can't, I don't, I don't know. Some people think it's going to be above a, a thousand. I think if everything goes back to normal, it's not even worth what it is now. And if you want to be a part of history, if you want to be part of something, if you want to learn more, I, I would encourage you to look into the short squeeze and all these other things, because if the theories work out, it, it could very well, it could jump and it would be an artificial jump. But at the end of the day, here's my struggle is someone's going to be, someone's going to have to hold the bag. That's and right. so even, so let, let's, let's play this out. Even if this whole thing works, boom, 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 boom. Like it goes to $5,000. Amazing. Like the hedge funds go out of business. Yay, yay, yay. How, what, what do we? What happens from there? Because someone's going to be, someone's going to get the yeah, short end so, of the stick. So, that, so that's. I'm glad you said that. A lot of people are going to get hurt through this. A lot of uh, relationships are going to be broken. A lot of lives are going to be ruined. Uh, you know, it, it's it, the whole thing is. It's fun. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's fun. The the whole thing. I I really love the. This has really become a worldwide thing. You know, we're seeing. Um, there's a billionaire in China that is has tweeted and is like, "Hey, I'm going a million in," and now he said he's going ten million in. Uh, there's Europeans that are chiming in saying, hey, you know, we'll, we'll hold the line. It's, it's really become a worldwide phenomenon of like pushing back against the man or as, as Jeremy said, the corporate oligarchs. But you're 100% right. People, there's a lot of people that are going to lose. And back to my comment previously, we're talking about people who never lose. We're, we're playing, it's, it's fighting fire with fire at this point. And somebody, somebody's going to get hurt. Um, and honestly, there's going to be people on both sides. Yeah. Right? Like right now, there's people on both sides that are hurt. I've seen comments of people are like, all right, I'm out of the fight. Um, you know, and, and there's some people have had, have taken their profits and ran. Some people have taken their losses and ran. Yeah. Uh, but really, to me, again, it's this matter of it's it's really cool to see how the internet and bringing a true like vast community to, together is is really, really powerful. And again, you know, who who knows? But you're right there. At some point, the rug is going to be pulled out. And you know this will all kind of go away, and, and it'll, we'll see what happens. 
So is there anything else that you want to end with on this Better Wealth Live? We appreciate all the all the people watching. We appreciate the comments. Um, there's a lot of lot of good things going on oh, in yeah, the comment I section. I, I do. Okay. okay. Uh, so so that was the that was the other thing. I feel like because everything's unprecedented, is we're going to see an unprecedented end to this. And that that's my question is let's just say, let's just say the the people win, the retail investors win, and the hedge funds lose. My question is what happens when the hedge fund goes bankrupt? Yeah. You know, let's let's just yeah. say I'm I'm over leveraged a hundred billion dollars and I can't pay it and I go bankrupt. My guess is the hedge fund manager will go to jail. But like who's gonna who's gonna pay that back? Yeah. We'll and, see. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm very curious because we're seeing, you know, like the NASDAQ, uh, the, the CEO of the NASDAQ made a statement a day or two ago that basically said, you know, we're, we're halting trading so that the hedge funds can reposition themselves, essentially. You're like, okay, that sounds fair. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you, man. You know, and so you also made a, a comment about value creation and, and we talked a bit about this last night. And I think this is really important because people are are really trying to look to alternatives they're saying hey what about bitcoin they're saying hey what about ethereum what about gold what about silver what about all these things and the my point to all these people is that regardless of what currency is in season value creation is always in season you know so who knows what 20 years from now will be our main currency. Maybe it'll be the dollar. Maybe it'll be a Bitcoin. I mean, if you go to Dredge, Dogecoin is, yep. is going to the moon right now. So it's like, yeah, Reddit frenzy, frenzy pumps up Dogecoin, now worth yep. billions. So it's like, what, what is any of this worth? What is any of this backed by? I, you know, it's, it goes back to if if you can create value, whatever that looks like, you can trade in whatever currency. We can go back to the days of bartering. We can go back to the days of, uh, you know, I I do this for you, you do this for me. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways that this can go. But I my personal uh, take is that investing in currency to, you know, make big returns when a lot yeah. of people, like people are doing the same thing with with Bitcoin and other currencies as they are with GameStop right now, saying, you know, this this is the next big thing. And it's like, well, why don't we just focus on creating value? And whatever yep. currency that gets paid in that, that's amazing. Yep. And I'll I'll end with this. Mr. Dickinson says, GME is a once in a lifetime. I think that's the whole purpose of this. Thank you so much for watching and commenting. Um, I will I will just echo what you're saying. Value creation. What do we mean by value creation? Is whatever the currency is, whether we're going back to bartering or whether we have uh, dollars or whether we have Bitcoin or whatever, um, they're going to be exchanged and, and money will flow and get exchanged for value. So by us making this content, some people are watching us live. We're, I guess we're providing enough value for them to, for you to have that attention. So thank you um, for what we do at Better Wealth. Like we are providing value. People are coming and, and we make money when people are our clients. That's a value creation. When people grow food and sell it, there's an exchange of currency for, for value. And so at the end of the day, what we like to focus on as a company is let's not lose the reason why we started. Let's not lose this whole, let's not get so caught up in like what's going to happen. Cause I guarantee you, um, there's going to be a lot of people that make money. And I, I know that there's also going to be people that are going to lose a lot. Hopefully this exposes the joke that the stock market can be in some cases. And hopefully this keeps people accountable. But at the end of the day, whether you are participating in this uh, historic time or not focus on value creation, because that at the end of the day will create the most fulfillment 
And and no matter what happens, no matter who's president, no matter what's the currency, um, that is always the way to beat inflation and to continue to stay relevant. Yeah, the last thing I want to say is I, I really don't, like, obviously we're money focused, obviously we're a financial company, and I still don't really understand how the stock market works. You know, <laughs> like, like yesterday I, I was thinking, uh, if I put a million dollars in at that time, I press a button, I buy however many shares, and then two minutes later, I press the button, and now I have two million dollars. Yeah. Like, what nice. did I do to deserve that million oh. extra million dollars other than press a button? Like, it, it just doesn't, th this whole thing obviously is like kind of fantasy land stuff, but it's like, what, what does that even mean? You know, and, and so the last thing I want to say is be very careful. Uh, there's a lot of disinformation going on. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation. And there's a lot of, especially on Wall Street bets, you know, a lot of people are going there to get the inside scoop. And I, what I want to tell you is uh, a week ago, Wall Street bets was like a million people in the subreddit. And now I think after today, it's over 7 million people. And when I say people, I see that lightly because a lot of Reddit and a lot of social media in general is bots. And as they're having a big problem right now uh, with bots spreading misinformation. And I'm not going to go into the theories as to who's behind all that and what they're trying to do. Uh, but just be very careful because not everything you read on the internet is accurate. And uh, yes, I would love for GME to go to the moon, but I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, get your get your rockets, hold, hold the line, and we'll see what happens. Guys, take care. Keep living intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.